Hello humans. Hello humans. Hopefully this will work. Second go at this same subject here. Uh, it's the 29th of June. And um, uh, it's probably around 10 something. I'm out in the greenhouse doing weeding and having a bit of coffee. Uh, while awaiting some stuff to get done and processing on a machine in the house. Anyway, it takes about an hour. Uh, but I thought to go over some of this stuff about the intriguing changes in the landscape of language around space aliens and UFOs and all of that crud, right? Senators now getting in the act. People all getting whipped up. Space aliens all around. Uh, Avi Loeb has retrieved um, uh, little tiny spheroids from an interstellar object that blew itself to shit over, uh, I think it was New Zealand. And they were spheroids and other chunks, some of which look like they are actually not melted bits of metal, but uh, metal that was blown out in an explosion and came out like a flake, right? As though it had been uh, a small chunk of a, of a wall or something, right? A segment of an already fabricated device. Anyway, so there's some things to go over on the, um, the whole space alien business. Because, all right, so um, going all the way back to 1997, in the very first run I did, there was information that tied together three very large sets. These very uh, very large sets have been prescient uh, and have been uh, percolating and getting filled and, and uh, fulfilling themselves and then getting refilled over time since that, that point in 97. These three sets involved the um, what we could say is the death of fiat currency, the death of the central banking system uh, taking over the planet, and... Um, the death of the control structure of the Kazarian Mafia, and uh, the disclosure movement, okay? And so these three large sets uh, would intermingle at various different levels at over time, and that would change, but they were always co-joined, all right? So there was always this uh, triumvirate of these three sets that, I, that repeatedly showed up, and I knew it was not an artifact of my... Uh, programming because I did things to analyze that, to check that it, the data was actually there, and it was, and in fact, they turned out to be quite prescient indeed, albeit my timing clues were uh, screwy on all this long-distance stuff, right? So I, I basically was very good with immediacy data, uh, reasonably good with um, both the uh, midterm and long-term, but my long-term data had an essential flaw in it, that uh, because the range was so big, the range started at about 19 months out from the time of the data gathering, and as far as I could tell, would, would sometimes run maybe centuries, right? There was no um, determinative limit on the emotions involved the way there was with both the immediacy data and the, the near-term or, or mid-term data, right? Uh, so I had data sets that were uh, showing up that would be effective before I could even hardly interpret them. So really immediacy data, right? I would catch the wave just 
minutes before cresting sometimes in terms of how the data was gathered, and I finally got around to looking at it. And, and the immediacy data ran from uh, right then, but usually was effective. The only thing I really tried to put into the reports was stuff that would be effective from about three days out after the publication of the date of the report. Because it would take me sometimes almost a month to put these reports together. Um, uh, they're very large. Anyway, uh, so we had the immediacy data, so basically three days out to the end of the third week. And then we would have midterm data, which would go from uh, that point, from, so from about the end of the third week, so the beginning of the fourth week, all the way out to the 19th month. And, um, and it would shade in the end there uh, and, and sort of fade out in terms of its actual prescient value. And then we would have the long-term data, which was 19 months out, you know, whoever knows how long, based on the subject. In any event, though, so now the timing clues aside, these three data sets were very prescient and they were... Uh, long term, and they continually yielded um, uh, advanced notice of major trends developing. And one thing that was really key about all of these data sets was that they were interrelated, and the um, descriptor sets uh, for those interrelationships turned out to be very uh, tightly bound and very prescient indeed. So, uh, so uh, sets that would produce a, um, a descriptor of a period of time in which we would have food riots or in discourse around food shortages and all of this, such as we're in now, as well as uh, the UFO information popping up, such as we're in now, and um, uh, the food shortages, by the way, goes to the control structure. And then the, the discussion about the poor money, Bidenflation, you know, all of that, right? The whole uh, central banks crapping out, the CBDCs, et cetera, et cetera. All that about the banking industry and about the death of fiat. So we have all three of these co-joined. And then we had this descriptor set that was very, very clear that a lot of this shit was going to come to a head in an interlinked fashion within these sets. But it would be dominated by... Um, disclosure information, UFOs, aliens, all of that, and it would happen in summer. And that it would, as we see now, it's already begun. We've had these uh, hearings and so forth this year. They've built up to the point that we're going to have congressional and senatorial hearings over summer. We now have senators involved in saying, yeah, the whistleblowers ain't, ain't blowing smoke up your ass. They're, it's legit. And um, uh, we have all this new information coming out, right? And so uh, that's in line with the, the data sets that, and the descriptors that I had had. The descriptors talked about a massive release of uh, disclosure information in a way that government would not find pleasing or palatable. Of course, government is, a, um, is not a monolithic entity, and there's going to be millions of opinions within government because there's tens of millions of people working there. But nonetheless, the data sets gave an impression of uh, irritated officialdom over a release that came coincident from or coincident with uh, food rioting at the end of summer in August, and that would be um, uh, originating from or involving uh, Delaware and Maryland, in this little little area where the states are all jammed up in there near D.C. Right, in some kind of federal buildings there, and so the descriptor sets are continuing to. Uh, provide uh, emotional values, even through the censorship and stuff now, 
And of course, now we have the actual developing uh, boots on the ground kind of manifestation of all of these sets. So it becomes easier to see the connections between these things in our current um, temporal um, environment, right? In, the, in these months. Uh, you know, it's like if nobody had been speaking about the UFO uh, stuff at all, and it just popped up in August, and was and we were blindsided it by it. We would not have the same level of emotional um, tension value build uh, as is indicated by the data had been indicated by the data for uh, well over a decade, and is um, uh, uh, currently <laughs> seeming to manifest right. So uh, the my expectation is that we'll get more and more whipped up as we go along uh, about the I want to say uh, not well, okay. So everybody's going to get whipped up about the words coming out, about the language, and so on. But a lot of people will see through uh, the manipulation, the media, etc., and they will see that there is indeed value coming out in the form of an actual kind of a disclosure. In spite of all of the games that everybody's going to be playing with it and all of the um, filters everybody's going to be putting on it in terms of officialdom and all of the various different kinds of language to make you think of it one way as opposed to another, etc., etc., uh, there will be a, an overall underlying manifestation uh, of a reality here that um, in the end, or not in the end, but in all ways, it's going to be positive for us. It, it had always marked this disclosure, it always marked the basically the end of the control system being able to exert its uh, influence um, both 100% 100 and 100% of the time, as well as without uh, retribution from uh, people uh, having it imposed on them, right? Uh, so prior to the internet, prior to today's age, prior to this great awakening, uh, they could say any fucking shit they wanted. If you objected, they would always find, as a local guy trying to deal with your newspapers, etc., and the limited ability to disseminate information, they would always be able to find some way to come and stomp you into the ground and eliminate you, and thus you would become a blip, right? And so many of the blips we see in today's uh, internet history of UFOs and stuff were people that were actually uh, subjected to the, the heavy hand of the deep state and made to disappear from history by, through obscuration, um, uh, through um, obfuscation and through being a, their their stories being distorted or uh, elements of it removed and then uh, put into um, dilution uh, phase, which is to be included in the movies and stuff, right? So that everybody says, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. It was in this movie, right? Well, it was in that movie because it actually happened, that, that sort of thing. And they needed to uh, dilute the information so that... Um, uh, for their own purposes. Anyway, so we're going to have a ton of that kind of stuff going along with this uh, disclosure moment that we're coming into. Uh, the effects of this, though, should also be appreciated that uh, it's going to be commensurate with this overall um, uh, hiatus of progress. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so it's not that we've really degraded so much as that we've really stopped making any progress in our social order over the last hundred years that the Kazarians have controlled us, and uh, especially over like the last uh, 
50 years of intense domination of the narrative. Uh, in any event, though, so that's going to be bust open by all of the activity within the UFO stuff, as well as the dollar degrading, uh, all of which is going to lead to this uh, total lack of confidence on the part of the normies, and probably to a great degree is already there, within the ability of the um, mainstream media and, uh, quote, authority to be able to make pronouncements and statements that stick. They, they just don't anymore. Their lifespan is, can be measured in mere minutes before they're debunked or set upon by community notes and this kind of thing. So we now have come into this particular part of, the, of our planet where, where we have a, um, a new appreciation for the weighting of opinion, right? And so um, I know from my data analysis that my own work over 20 plus years was being polluted in a way that I was not aware of at the time it was happening. And this was relative to uh, disasters, earth disasters, right? And uh, uh, that this pollution was creeping in from the deliberate uh, uh, corruption of the language and the, the uh, discourse of the social order around the idea of uh, earth disasters uh, in order that they could promote the climate change stuff, right? And so they started way back in the, in the 50s and have been working it ever since. And um, they've been working this whole idea that there's a giant, giant disaster level. They're trying to build this within the social order such that we get to the point where all, like we're at now with all the climate crazies willing to damage their bodies in order to somehow save the planet through their own uh, egoistically... Uh, motivated idea of themselves, an image of themselves as the last social uh, or planetary warrior or something, right? Uh, against evil humanity. Uh, so these are people who are, are deluded and their um, their minds have been fucked over, but this has been a deliberate attempt ongoing since the 50s. My data sets did not appreciate that, nor did I, in terms of being able to screen it out. And so I picked up on a lot of uh, natural disaster stuff that, that was never going to manifest, but was nonetheless a, um, a descriptor set with a building uh, uh, level of attention uh, of emotional tension around it and supporting it, okay? So they've been doing this for a long time and they're good at it and it has, has seeped way down into our social consciousness and it's in all the movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it influences all of our uh, discussion and language. So I know that those people that are out there in the fringe world, in the woo world, who are saying, oh, we've got a, you know, a giant natural disaster coming, or there's going to be this kind of a natural disaster, or, um, you know, there's a whole solar flash, or there's, you know, uh, giant solar flares headed our way, or the elite think that we're all going to be scrubbed off the planet by 2030. That's why they don't give a shit about, you know, XYZ stuff, right? That's why they don't care anymore about letting you know they're a pedophile. They want to live their last days as a, openly as a pedophile, you know, uh, that kind of thing, right? In this hedonistic orgy before they go out in this giant solar flash. Well, these people are being influenced by the powers that be, by the Kazarian Mafia, by their uh, pollution of the language favoring climate crises at levels that the fringe people are not able to filter out and become prescient about and um, uh, even are not even aware of affecting their own thinking. 
So uh, it's affecting everybody, though, because it's so pervasive in the movies and all this kind of thing. It percolates up into the woo people. So those people that are that are woo people and, psych and psychic, legitimately so, are being steered wrong by the giant psychic collective that's being manipulated by the Kazarian Mafia. Through the... Uh, <coughs> the corporate uh, uh, synagogue of uh, mainstream media, okay? And so uh, so I know these people that are saying that uh, are, are, many of them are quite legit in their uh, information, their impressions, etc., but they're wrong. And they're wrong because they're not aware that those, uh, the underlying support for their particular position is being manipulated. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> pollen out here. Uh, so, anyway, so, uh, humans are odd that way, right? We don't, frequently, we don't, we're not self-examining. We don't, um, don't have processes or method around uh, stuff, right? We, we sort of try to get to it, but frequently we miss. In any event, though, so, the, the, the elite, the Kazarian Mafia, the Wef, Mother Weffers, are the source filters for all kinds of shit. So I don't accept, um, this is why I'm so hung up on historical information relating to uh, UFOs, right? Stuff, especially stuff that in some way uh, predates the ability of the Kazarian Mafia to have manipulated it at a source level. So I accept a lot of the stuff uh, at face value in the, in the Torah, if it's written in Hebrew, and if you, it's translated word for word. Uh, because you won't find the word God, it's not a religious text, etc., etc., right? It's a description of dealing with these mean motherfucking uh, space aliens called the L. And I, I appreciate that same thing in the Greek mystery, or Greek uh, histories of their interaction with the, um, the gods, uh, in other cultures' interaction with the gods, and we frequently find this, and it's also in Sanskrit, it's in the Vedas, uh, these descriptions of interacting with these beings, right? And um, their capriciousness, their uh, uh, murderous intent, all the things they did, etc. And so I take those as face value because the Kazarian Mafia, however much it may be manipulating them now by trying, for instance, to restrict access to the Talmud to only people that understand Hebrew and have been through uh, rabbinical um, um, mind control schools in order that they would read it a particular way, and not actually read it at, uh, uh, at face value and get another understanding. Uh, so they've done that for the last thousand plus years. But prior to that, they were not, there was no organized Kazarian Mafia. Now, the Kazarians, okay, they don't, um, they don't predate the last uh, Bronze Age. Uh, so, so the descending Bronze Age, the descending uh, uh, Dwapara Yuga, uh, 6,000 years back is where the, the Judeans come from, where, where they come in. The Khazarians are much more recent than that. So they needed to have a lineage that would allow them some level of leverage, so to speak, in all of this. But the Khazarians are relatively recent, and they stem from the L mucking about with them uh, as a result of some other stuff going on. Uh, and then the L being kicked out of 
uh, India. That was really what caused this was some kind of a schism or a fraction or, or a, um, a factional uh, power dispute or a full-on war. But in any event, the L left northern India, uh, where we have all kinds of records of them being, and then went to uh, what we now think of as Khazaria or the Ukraine. And then eventually the remnants of the L that survived that that last battle there with in the um, with Khazarians, uh, you know, where they'd taken over the Khazarians and had a uh, Gons there to do their genetic manipulation. Um, those L that survived that battle with whoever they were fighting, we don't know the name or any of that, uh, they went down and took over the 12 tribes in Judea and started another Gons and started manipulating there. Uh, so, but basically the Khazarians are a recent invention that needed to, to tie themselves to this ancient history. And they did have a legit reason, the mafia part anyway, of, of trying to tie themselves to that history because they were also a, a tribe that was captured and abused by the L. Although these people have no genetic connection to any of the um, uh, people from the Bible. Okay, so in any event though, so I like all of those books, but uh, and I take their, appreciate. I appreciate their... Uh, description of the planet much more than what we get through any of the Khazarian filters. And we will see soon, starting this year, this total breakdown of the ability of the Khazarians to control information, especially about the UFO um, issue. Now, the UFO issue is coming out on its own. There's pressures against the officialdom on the UFO and the technology, etc. Uh, independent of whatever the hell the Khazarians may want to do, there are timing things that they just cannot control, such as where we are in this particular Kali Yuga and so on. And so it's it's gratifying for, for me to see this particular summer develop as it is developing with this conjunction of the UFO language and the uh, outing of the Khazarian mafia slash control structure, the deep state, and the uh, destruction of the fiat currency all rolled up into one, as had been forecast by the data sets. It's like, okay, this is pretty cool. Um, now, okay, so other aspects of this stuff that's going to come on out is going to be this huge confusion about our history and what the hell happened on this planet after... Um, uh, the invasion that was 12,000 years ago, uh, which we can get into some other point here. Uh, our history is polluted with um, hidden aspects where the, the Freemasons and all these people destroyed vast quantities, Smithsonian Institute, all of these kind of guys, vast quantities of physical uh, material that would provide us with a real good view of the progression of species here and would have blown Darwin out of the water and we never would have fucked with him and he never would have had any kind of academic following. You know, Darwin doesn't explain the Homo Capensis. It doesn't explain, uh, you know, I think over 140 kinds of hominids, including giants and um, cyclops. And also miniature cyclops. You know, that'd be a little freaky to see a three-foot human with a single eye. Anyway, um, so we as humans have no ability to um, do gene splicing, okay? And um, that's that's false idea. We have a tool called CRISPR whose whole function is to burn out gene sequences and fuse together the gene connections behind them so that the DNA appears to have been whole without that gene being there. This is what our genetic structure looks like, as though we've had 
a series of genes burned out, right? A series of chromosomes, a chromatic, a chromosomatic uh, line taken out of our DNA. I refer to them as genes because there's real dispute as to what actually forms chromosomes, where it starts, where it stops. If the telomeres are in fact an indicator of the end of a chromosome, this seems unlikely since there's at least two other kinds of telomeres uh, that appear at both at the beginning and at the middle, sometimes near the middle, of these um, structures that have been labeled as chromosomes. But it, it just doesn't matter, right? It's a gene array. Uh, and they just, CRISPR eliminates them. We can't put any in. So we have one less than all the other primates. So we have 23 and they have 24, that kind of thing, right? Okay, so um, our history is going to come on out and show, um, as a result of the UFOs, that we have not been told the real deal. I'm of the opinion that a lot of this is going to shake loose the mental control that's really held over the... Uh, uh, the progressive community, right? All those people that are dominated by the progressive. And that's, we're whittling those down over time. But I think this will bust them loose when the, um, when the total underpinning of their academic world is removed from them. And we find out that uh, all this other shit is actually very factual and very true. In any event, they will try and use things like emulation in order to say that, oh, well, no, there were never any cone heads ruling over humans, that that was just humans that had the idea they could be smarter if they smushed their kids' heads into this particular sh shape. And that's not true. This is one of the emulation effects of dealing with these gods, okay, who made the homo capensis, the cone heads, in order to rule over us, who had, they had a slightly, uh, they had a larger uh, head, a very lot, much more larger advanced brain, uh, that would, didn't necessarily make them any smarter, any more intelligent. They didn't have any better math skills necessarily or any of that, but they did have psychic abilities that we don't, some of which include the ability to control other people. Hang on a second. Okay. Back again. All right. So about the emulation thing. So they, they would say that um, uh, humans who were trying to emulate the uh, ruling classes installed by the space aliens and also the space aliens themselves, um, altering the bodies of their children by, you know, tying their heads to boards and all of this kind of thing to get skull elongation um, was just something that humans did. Uh, they deny the emulation aspect of it. But emulation is why we have basically everything we have the way we have it now. Because the um, control structure, the authoritarian top-down pyramid structure, uh, what um, <coughs> um, militant feminism and militant progressivism defines as the patriarchy is in fact uh, a remnant of how the space aliens were organized and their imposition of that organization structure on the humans that they um, enslaved. Uh, so the pharaohs of the, the tribal leaders of the Yemeni tribes that were taken over by the El and then driven north in this um, horrific uh, uh, forced march, uh, which killed probably over half of the population, of the people that would ultimately become the Judeans, um, 
they did not have a pyramidical uh, control structure until the L took them over and, and enforced it. And the L had one top dog L, and then all the way down various different other categories. Uh, and the L are the reason we have trans at this, at this moment and why it's surfacing. The L uh, insisted to their, and they had demonstrable proof, but they insisted to their captives, both the Khazarians and the um, uh, Judeans, that there were six genders between breeding male and breeding female. And they had these six genders within the Elohim, uh, within the multiplicity of the L. And these, uh, the L, if you go and read all the literature and then also read the commentaries, which is what the Talmud is, uh, about the literature and the um, ancillary discussion material, uh, we can leave out the idea of the oral tradition for a Torah, okay, and not get into that at the moment. But just if you go read the written literature, you see that the L themselves had these six genders between male and female and that they created the genders um, which were really quasi-sexes, they created them by manipulation of chemicals in the womb of uh, breeding females. And the L had a very low opinion of, of women of, in their own species, right? Uh, the L were the patriarchy. They were the ones that insisted that, uh, you know, there was this division in more than just breeding capacity within the species, and that um, in, their, in their species anyway, uh, women had this uh, much reduced uh, role and potential for it. And this was not native to humans at that time and the native uh, tribes that these guys took over. Anyway, though, so we emulate them not only in smushing our heads to boards trying to make uh, our kids look like the ruling elite, um, and doing other things, okay? Uh, so uh, the L were the ones that introduced um, uh, circumcision. And they insisted on it within the tribes they took over for a couple of different reasons, for a lot of reasons, actually, on their own part, mostly having to do with this uh, sensor array that is in that skin. But nonetheless, we have, uh, you know, uh, it was ritualized as a, a covenant and a sacrifice and so on. Now, this was the way that they needed to think about it in the Kali Yuga, because during that period of time, it's all about sacrifice. It's all, that's when we had the horrific human sacrifices going on to serve the L in Mesoamerica. Because the Meso, okay, so the L take over the Judeans, and they also conquered uh, Mesoamerica and um, what we think of as... Um, uh, Panama north up in through New Mexico, and they had a fairly uh, uh, good hold on that civilization. And then up into the Kali Yuga, uh, the L, in my opinion, this is just my speculation, got to the point where they were so deprived of galactic center energy that they had to, to up the rate at which they consumed concentrated versions of it in the form of uh, extracts from humans. So bear in mind, the word goy means cattle, okay? It means herd beast. Uh, it actually means beast, okay? With the implication of a herd beast, and we apply it to mean cattle or cow. That's what the word goy means. All non-Jews are goyim, right? Goyim, many cows. And this, this again comes down from the L. The L treated humans as their herds, and they harvested us, and they had um, uh, blowback from uh, the, the native humans that they 
conquered about this whole harvest process. And so they decided, this is my supposition, they decided that they would uh, bring in and create these uh, controller classes, which they did, who didn't have problems harvesting us for their masters and their uh, the L. They were much more akin to them. They had theoretically more DNA close to the L, although I, I dispute that. But in any event, I, I'm of the opinion the L were not that good at creating. They, they used a CRISPR technology and did burnouts. Uh, that they didn't do insertions, okay? They didn't do gene, um, new DNA, new chromosome creation. They just removed and uh, sort of accepted the consequences. And that's why we have so many failed forms of hominids is because they had so many, because it's not a very good process. In any event, though, so um, so the L uh, harvest us for adrenochrome and we have all of these same kinds of behavior as was imposed on us by the Elohim. Um, uh, in this last uh, period of time. Now, uh, getting back to the guys who are, are doomsaying here about the climate uh, or natural disasters, okay? That's a blow-off from the uh, Kazarian Mafia trying to create their climate crises shit, but it is also, there's also an aspect in there of the Kazarian Mafia providing overlays to natural, to um, our real history, such that we would find our real history to be um, obscured. So we have not had repeated um, natural disasters every 12,000 years or every 6,000 years. That's not true. It has not happened that way. 12,000 years ago, we were attacked and a landmass was removed that separated um, the southern part of South America from um, Antarctica. Okay, that provided a bridge that, that denied the um, 40 degree latitude winds, the roaring 40s, the ability to circumnavigate uh, the South Pole. Once that happened, the circumnavigation started, the wind started into a giant funnel, basically, and started... Um, sucking in cold from space and uh, denying the ability to, to transmit heat out of the Antarctic region. Prior to that period of time, prior to the removal of that island, which was quite sizable, um, uh, bigger than Great Britain's, bigger than the island of Great Britain, probably, or, or close to it. Um, anyway, uh, and the debris is still there. You can st still see where it was done. It was an act of war. It was done 12,000 some odd years ago. Uh, when it, it happened, it created a, a series of uh, at least 4,000 years, but maybe longer, in which we had a whole grouping of natural disasters that resulted from this uh, traumatic um, damage to the planet. Uh, some of this included the, the uh, melting of the, the great northern ice sheets, which existed because that island conducted heat down the coast of uh, South America to Antarctica and kept Antarctica ice-free all year long, all right? I, it was a tropical paradise down there, or semi-tropical. And um, uh, what happened was the removal of that allowed Antarctica to freeze, and that heat no longer went south and therefore went north, and it encountered the, the um, uh, ice sheets of the, the great ice sheets of the north, and those were melted, okay? And, and then later on, during another aspect of that war, uh, meteors were brought down or directed energy weapons, which destroyed the... Uh, this great um, lake that existed, it destroyed a dam and set loose these floods that came from that ice sheet, again, as an act of war. This war was going on for some period of time here on the planet in the last great 
Sata Yuga in the last uh, golden age, in the descending side of it, okay? Anyway, so, the Kazarian Mafia and academia are going to have their comeuppance here pretty quick, and we'll start finding out real history about how a lot of this shit happened, and thus, a lot of these... um, polluting memes within the woo world will be uh, dispelled. They'll be debunked. And people will say, oh, shit, there was no repeating uh, catastrophe. It was a period of 6,000 years in which this planet was um, uh, had disasters as a result of war, not because of any natural thing that was going to happen here. This is uh, most of the whole natural disaster stuff, as we know, is Kazarian Mafia um, uh, mindfuckery, right? They're just full of psyops, and that's basically all they do. Anyway, so I've got to get in and uh, get some other chores done here. Um, But we need to note this as we go forward through this very exciting summer, uh, the very exciting summer of the breakdown of the dollar, the breakdown of the um, organizational structure of the patriarchy, uh, you know, the imposed um, space alien organization. Now, also uh, think of what this implies, right? Our government thinks they're dealing with UFOs, and on the other side of that UFO mystery, uh, most of our government, most of these authoritarian people think there's an authority structure on the other side of it. And, hmm, maybe there ain't. In which case, what the fuck are they going to do and what does it mean for them? So, anyway, <laughs> so it's going to be just horrifically exciting. I mean, this is the, this is, um, so we're going to go through four months, five months, six months, in which decades happen every damn week in terms of exciting uh, things coming on out and all of this sort of thing. So, you know, get your nutrition straight now, people. Uh, you know, get your head on right and get everything you need uh, ready. Get your popcorn and get it all uh, set to be popped and have a good supply of it because it's going to go on for probably the rest of this year and then the next few years, maybe winding down. We've got about 60 years of, um, uh, or over 100 years of control structures that are going to come uh, unglued here and uh, leave us standing in the middle of all of this debris to rebuild. So, anyway... <laughs> Uh, have fun. It's going to be just a great time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's wars and, and space aliens and UFOs and all of that. But hey, you know, you wanted something to do anyway. <laughs>